Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show today. Before we start, I kindly ask you to rate the show on Apple Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the enemies of what we would call is our abundant lifestyle. And we break up the word lifestyle into two because it's about having a life and living it, you know, with an abundance that says there's no limitations out there. And the enemy, of course, of an abundant lifestyle is all sorts of uh, what we would say is uh, self-sabotage aspects of being. But at the same time, what I also want to note is that the opposite of abundance or abundant is scarcity. And that's the opposite, obviously, of having it all. So I'm going to give you what Stephen Covey uh, said around the term abundance mentality or abundance mindset in his best-selling book, uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I want to also make a caveat here. He wasn't the first one to say this, but of course, he's one of the ones that has popularized it in, uh, in modern culture. He defined the term simply as a concept in which a person believes there are enough resources and successes to share with others. And overall, I actually agree with that. I agree with it to the core of my being because power, you have choices with it. You can use power to share and help and make a difference in this lifetime, or you can use power uh, to basically, what I would say is power over, control people, make their life hard, you know, specifically get them to do things for your purposes only as opposed to a win-win for everybody. So I think there is an opportunity here to, you know, from a, from a mindset perspective to look at this and say, you know, what is it for you right now that you're looking, you know, assuming you want to live more abundantly? So abundance for myself is basically maximizing every opportunity, you know, having fun along the way, enjoying the moment, uh, and at the same time, knowing that life is short and we're not going to be here forever. You know, so of course I could add so much more to that, but I won't, you know, but that's for a very simplistic perspective. You know, that's what abundance means to me. Of course, you can throw in all the other things there, of course, happy family, business, your career, etc. But the concept is obviously something that, you know, from a, Philosophical point of view means, yes, there is an opportunity to have everything, especially when you're born into an environment that actually provides that. If you live in, you know, many countries around the world where that's still possible, there's really no excuse. Of course, there's other countries right now that that becomes harder, and especially if you're living in a war environment or um, other form of um, dangerous type of climate there, of course, that becomes a little bit more challenging. But let's get the show on the road. So living an abundant life is obviously everyone's dream if they drill down. We all want to live 
prosperous life where we can be happy, you know, healthy, and of course, loved. While it might seem difficult for some people, in reality, we already have what it takes to live in an abundant life. And that's going back to what I mentioned before around the resources and the environment that you live in. And really, even without that, the human spirit has got that possibility as long as it makes choices along the way to draw on to that power. You know, and of course, mindset is very important here. And specifically say, you know, that's that's a life I want to lead. And that could include, of course, career, business, relationships, etc. And then you go out there and do it, you know. So for me, this starts from really first principles. It's a first principle concept to believe also that there is abundance out there as opposed to strategies and tactics. I think this is very important. Uh, philosophically, your first principles, I believe, are, you know, the, the driver that makes everything else happen. The problem is out there that also there are many enemies that prevent you from having an abundant lifestyle. And I will explain some of them to you and give you some tips on how to avoid falling in some of these traps. But these enemies in this instance today, I'm going to call these enemies our self-perpetuating enemies as opposed to some external force that is creating or, you know, desiring harm on you. And the first one uh, that I'd like to share with you, uh, and there's many, by the way, but I'm going to keep it to five today. And the first one is ignorance. You know, and ignorance, of course, is a chosen concept for a lot of people. They prefer to be ignorant and know. And, of course, for others that don't know what they don't know. You know, so ignorance, being ignorant of something for whatever reason, you know, and ignorance could also be, you know, a form of intellectual dishonesty or a willful ignorance. You're willfully ignorant for whatever reason. And so ignorance is a big one. Now, if you're into critical thinking and you're into curiosity and you're into exploring concepts, ideas that basically are designed really to help you as a human being, then ignorance is no place there, especially uh, if you know you know, there's sometimes you've got to do something and that's being conscious of it and then you don't do it, well, then obviously that's a form of what we call self-sabotage. How can you avoid it? Well, again, you know, this is going to be fairly simple and it's going to be two words. Stop doing it. That's it. Stop doing it. Now, this is going to be very simple in the world right now where people are looking at all sorts of constant answers to why things don't work in their lives and a mental health crisis that we've got worldwide right now around people losing the sense of their identity, who they are, etc. But it's, it's not as difficult as sometimes and complex as we'd like to think it is, you know. And I, so the, the concept around it is how do you avoid it? Well, first of all, when I said stop it, well, yes, yeah, stop being ignorant, you know, go into the conversation and basically become an autodidact. Keep on learning, keep on exploring, keep on looking for new possibilities. And the next enemy there will be also in the enemies that I'm sharing with you today is lack of patience. You know, it's really interesting because I can't tell you how many young people I've met in the last 20 odd years, but even in the last 10 years, last five years, lack of patience. It's, patience is not there anymore. 
because in the social media world, especially that we're living in today, it's all about instant gratification. You know, you can't you, you can't wait too much. Everyone wants to be Zuckerberg in 24 hours, right? They're 16 years old and all, they all want to become Zuckerbergs. And we know that throughout history, success takes time. You know, it's like a seed. When you plant the seed in the ground, it doesn't grow into a tree in 24 hours. It grows slowly. You've got to nurture it. You've got to cultivate it. You've got to let the sun, you know, touch it. You've got to feed it with water and nutrients, etc. So it takes an effort, okay? So when you're expecting things to happen quickly, bang, 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 and you'll hear a lot of this specifically on the internet, let's crush it. It doesn't work like that. You can't crush anything. Everything basically has, you know, an incubation period. It takes a little bit of time. So patience is very, very important. And how do you basically avoid, obviously, this, this enemy is by becoming very clear, obviously, on your goals and your aspirations and your wants, etc., and knowing that it's got a start, it's got a middle, and it's got a finish. You can't start and go finish, bang, without missing out, with missing out the, the middle. So this is very important. Um, the third one is a need for control. Well, this is really a big one for a lot of people. And a need for control could be also, you know, a perfectionist mindset. It could be also um, an attitude that says, you know, I'm not willing to fail, okay, all conditioning. A need to control might be also, you know, you want to do everything for whatever reason and you don't want to share that or collaborate that with others, operating like a lone wolf a dangerous concept long-term. Uh, so how you deal with that is learn, you know, and how to avoid it is learn how to go with the flow. And what does that mean? Well, if you ever have tried to swim upstream in the river, you know the experience of what that felt like, what that looks like, and certainly from the perspective of that whole experience, how tough that would have been. So learning to go with the flow is knowing that the river flows downstream. So knowing how to pick the stream is an essential component as a metaphor for life. You know, some things you just got to go with the flow, okay? Uh, some things are a lot stronger than you may think. So how to avoid this is basically get really centered yourself. Find your true north. Get really clear around specifically, yes, control is important. So you want to get this, right? But not control to the point where it's self-sabotage. And that's the uh, the main uh, point that I want to make today regarding self-sabotage. Of course, you need control. But if you control to such an extent that you become a control freak, you know, and every time you do that, I'm just telling you this, test your body. Every time you try to control things and your body constricts, it basically tightens up, okay? And this is important because from a holistic point of view, your body is talking to you. It's giving you all sorts of messages. But of course, as we've mentioned in many other episodes, if you're unaware, you just think that's just normal. But I don't think it's normal. I think it's something that at times is self-created. The next enemy of an abundant lifestyle, you know, is being trapped in the judgment of others. And remember, I've been in the image world, in the self-perception world, uh, reputation management world for a long time, well over 30 years. So this is like 
you know, one of those subjects that I specialize in inside out. Okay, so regarding self-judgment, I have many clients, of course, that might have come to me from a coaching perspective initially from that perspective. It could have been the self-judgment around their physical appearance, around their looks, around their weight, you know, around basically how they communicate, how they negotiate, etc. But it was all mostly around comparing themselves with others. And this is really, it's a sad one for me because the more you do that, the more you compare yourself to others, the more what you're doing is going away from yourself. You're looking at life exoterically as opposed to occasionally looking at it esoterically. You've got to go inside, okay? And that's a big one. And, of course, in today's culture, <laughs> judging, you know, you go on Instagram and before you know it, people are comparing themselves to the sort of charmed life that others have. By the way, most of it is bullshit. Most of it is fake. Most of it does not exist other than in the image maker they've created to con a lot of people online. And I have a lot of evidence to support this. I'm not just making flippant remarks here. And of course, when you do that, there's no mistake that a lot of people over time suffer stress, anxiety, and mental health problems, uh, and eventually maybe depression and worse. So this is really, really important uh, to really take that on board. And of course, a lot of the work in reference to self-image and so on is really to let that go. And that's an area that we support big time. And of course, an area that we focus on with our clients uh, virtually as part of the program. And the last one for today is basically arrogance. You know, it's about how can we unlearn what we already know? Now, the arrogance is a big one that I have obviously experienced in many, many different situations. And what that means is you have too much at stake in the existing knowledge that you have. So you're attached to it and you don't choose to let it go. But that statement means this. Of course, everything you've learned, everything you've picked up along the way has served you to this moment in time. But if your ego, part of arrogance, right, what I would call is an unhealthy ego, does not allow new information to come in, you know, you're operating from the perspective that you already know everything. Now, you know, I'm sure you'll meet a lot of people like that out there. I'm sure you know a lot of those people could be in your workplace, etc. So we know what happens in that case. And you, you've been in those meetings where you've been with somebody or even a, a social setting where somebody's a know-it-all. They are so arrogant from the perspective that they know everything, okay? They know, they know every single thing. And, of course, that's a serious problem, okay, because long-term uh, that arrogance is actually holding them back. They just don't know that. And holding them back could also be the big one, relationships. People might be polite to them or whatever, but they certainly will be most likely talking behind their backs. So that's a that's a big one, you know. And specifically, how, how do you avoid that? Well, first of all, it's all, you know, remember life, the journey is all about know thyself. So know thyself means virtually you're a student for life. There's no moment in time that you know everything. And the wise person would say, I know nothing. I know absolutely nothing. Meaning you're opening yourself up to possibilities of new knowledge, new insights, um, and new wisdom to come into your life by basically operating on that. Um. Now, of course, you might know a lot, okay? 
but again, what we're talking about here is, you know, what else do you need to know to make your life even more joyful? And that's why at times I bang on about the guy with a PhD that is highly, highly intelligent, but their life is out of control, what I would call is educated derelict. Um, so, and of course, I could use that example on somebody the, on the opposite spectrum of that as well. What I'm trying to make a point here is there's a time to access all of these things that human beings have got, including maybe there will be a point where arrogance might have served you. I'm not denying that. But what I'm saying is in reference to moving forward on this transformational journey, you've got to be open to say, I don't know. I, I'm willing to take on new information and uh, really uh, deal with my ego around that because life's too short to do otherwise. However, you always have to watch for self-sabotage constantly um, and, you know, and be light about it. And what I share with my clients is do not basically beat yourself up. Dare to fail in reference to this particular issue. Don't beat yourself up. Okay, you've stuffed up. It's okay. You know, arrogance would say, I haven't stuffed up. And then you go into cover up or whatever. No, accept it, own it, and let's just move on. Because basically, if you don't, that will definitely hold you back. No question about that. Just let it go, you know. And that's what I sort of shared from the start, like stop it, okay? This is an important one. Maybe put that on your wall every time self-sabotage comes up. Just go back to the two words, stop it. In fact, let me share with you my own experience with self-sabotage and how I managed to overcome it. Well, look, in my early years as a designer, what many awards was living, you know, this lifestyle around fashion, around style, of course, and the beauty that comes with that beautiful people, beautiful surroundings, you know, and a lot of fun. And that sort of scene, if you can imagine that, can actually make you arrogant, can make you think that, you know, that you, you've got it all. And it's all an illusion anyway. You know, it's all an illusion. So what specifically I learned along that journey, and by the way, when you're younger, it's totally different to, you know, when you're a little bit older and you've had a lot more life experience. But what I learned through my time was deep down, even if I was inconsiderate of others because of that ego, deep down I didn't feel good about it. And, and I suppose that reveals from a conscious point of view that I was conscious, you know, especially after you evaluated and you evaluate that whole experience. So what happened was I decided to go on a, a self journey of constant growth. And through that, of course, I've done different programs, different work on myself, including some edgy stuff that would be specifically, I suppose, not that common in, in reference to dealing with ego. And what that gave me was an opportunity and access to new power, internal power that was there, but hadn't been cultivated. Um, now, that might not make a lot of sense to you right now, because I'm not going into a lot of the detail. But what it you know, means is I went on a self journey, whatever that looks like for you. And it could be for some people, it could be a speak to a friend, a colleague, a mentor, a therapist, right? a personal development workshop, whatever it is for you. But it's important to, and you're only going to do that if you agree with a philosophy or know thyself. Because if you know, if you don't know thyself, 
you know, and you're just going into doing as opposed to being as well, obviously you're going to attract a lot of this constantly and you won't even know that it's possible. You're going to think, oh, no, no, this is normal. This is who I am. Well, is it? So if you liked our chat today, I kindly ask you to rate the show again on Apple Podcasts. It's just a reminder. And if you do, please send us again a confirmation and we will send you our ebook free, The Real World Guide to Authentic Personal Branding. You can also find me on social media. My Twitter is John underline Michael and my LinkedIn is John Michael. And on Facebook, you can find me as Image Group International. I'd like to thank you all again today for giving me your time and I look forward to seeing you next time. Cheers. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.